Welcome to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Debbie and Greg Peters. Welcome back, networkers, to another episode of the Third Generation Networking Podcast. I'm Greg Peters, the Reluctant Networker, and with me is the networking guru, my co-host, Debbie Peters, my mom. Hi, Mom. Hi, Greg. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing really, really well. Yeah? It's, What's been going on? Oh, you know, um, it has been so hot. Hopefully, by the time this airs, maybe our hot season will have broken. But yeah. um, I we live out in the country, as you know, and oh, I, hey, viewers, I have to have Gable this morning because Steve had an appointment. He couldn't take Gable to the office. So you're just going to have to listen to him bark in the background. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And he barks at, you know, things that are in his head, I think. So put up with it, Greg. Okay. (laughs) So anyway, um, I don't know what I was talking about. It's hot. It's It's hot. hot. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Gable says it's hot. It has been hot. Okay. We're just going to jump right into the episode at this point. Forget it. Forget it. (laughs) So uh, this time we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, last time we were actually, uh, or actually a couple of weeks ago now, we were talking about some of the behaviors that uh, people are challenged by because they haven't been doing in-person networking as much for the last 18 months. Right. Um, And, you know, people are returning slowly to it. And they're feeling awkward and unsure as to what they're doing. So this month, we thought we would talk a little bit about just the whole process, you know, of reminding people when you go to an in-person event, what you need to do before, what you should be paying attention to during, and and how to behave afterward. So uh, let's let's go ahead and start this out. You were talking about just making sure you uh, you have your materials prepared. You, you had a, a particular situation come up just recently. Yeah, I, I went to the chamber lunch um, last month in August, and um, at our chamber lunches before COVID, <laughs> we would uh, be able to, we would have bags at every seat of the you know who was going to be there. And members could put things in the bags, whatever they wanted to, whether it was, you know, a little freebie or even a business card or postcards or whatever, announcing something that they had coming up. So, um, you know, I didn't think anything. I'm going to the chamber lunch, you know, big deal, blah, blah, blah. I obviously didn't do prepare. And I got there and there were the bags. And you had nothing to put in them. I had nothing to put in them. So I was... Like, huh, guess I didn't plan for this to do the ahead of time stuff. Well, and, and that, that kind of goes to, you didn't know that they were going to be returning to having the bags. No, because we had had another, I think, another in-person lunch and we didn't do bags at that time. Um, so, you know, <laughs> and when you're on virtual, you don't have bags that you can yeah, put obviously stuff in. don't so. have bags to fill so so how how what what would you recommend people do in order to avoid being surprised like that you can always call the you know the um, managing like if it was the chamber the chamber office or whatever group and say is there anything that i need to know about what's going to happen at the event and probably they would tell you and um by the way i um, many of you know, I used to be a member of the Rocky River Chamber over in Cleveland before I retired, but Greg still makes me work. But I still make you work. Yeah. 
Yes. And as they would, they would send out uh, an email the day before the lunch and they would have the number of registrations in that email. So you knew how many pieces you needed to have if you wanted to put info oh, okay. in their bags. So they, they, you'd say, okay, there's, there's 50 bags that need to be filled. Make sure you have 50 pieces to put in there, yeah. whatever those pieces happen to be. Right. So you might, that might be a question that you ask if your group is not, you know, sending out that type of email, how many, you know, blah, blah, blahs do I need to have if, and if in fact you can do that. Yeah. Well, and I think this is also true, especially if you are, if, if it's been a while and you don't remember, or if uh, you are, um, if you are, uh, what, what's the word I'm searching for? Oh, if you're new, if, if you're going to an event that you've never attended before, right. I, I always highly recommend reaching out to the organizer and saying, hey, I'm new. You know, could you, could what you, do you I know, need to know? What do yeah. I need to know? What is there anything special? Because I mean, is there is there a business card passing? I mean, I know that you and I don't think real highly of just people whipping their business cards all over the place. But if it's one of the activities that's going on and you don't happen to have business cards, that's going to be a problem. Yeah. So yeah. I, I guess also in general, we, we you may need to make we all need to make sure that we've got our our kind of our business uh, business networking kit put together, um, you know, have your business cards, uh, your pen, your notebook, uh, things like that. Is there any, anything that people may have forgotten that, that uh, they're not, not used to bringing? Um, I think the business cards is a big one, actually. And this is a little funny story. Last night I was at an event and um, I, it was the um, uh, hometown heroes for the mommy chamber. And so one of my jobs was at the door. I mean, there were 240 people, believe it or not, during this Delta time <laughs> um, that came to the event. And so we were at the door and we would, when they, the people would check in, the people checking them would say, oh, you're at table 21. And so then we would escort them to the table, just kind of a nice little thing. And so one person came in and I'm, I'm busy, you know, I, I, I just didn't recognize her. And as someone that I've known from a long time ago, in fact, I had done some work for her when she was at a different company. Oh, my. Yeah. And um, we, we always enjoyed each other. And I said, I would love to catch up with you. I said, do you have a card with you? And she said, of all the people for me to run into and have to say, I don't have my card with me. <laughs> That's okay. You were able to rescue her, right? You could say, well, here's my card. Why don't you just write on the back your contact? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I gave her my card. And what she actually did was during the event, she texted me and said, here's my, here's my email address. <laughs> okay. So, so at least have some mechanism. Even yeah. if you no longer have your business cards, have some mechanism that you can trade your contact information, right? Exactly. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and, know, you know and, and know how to use it. <laughs> and it's a good time to think about have things changed um, since, you know, a year and a half ago? Have I changed my office maybe? Because some people, you know, had an office and now they're home-based. Mm. Is my is my card accurate? Oh, that's true. Is, is, is that contact information still valid? Yeah. Um, or, or are you going to have to adjust it a little bit in order to, to deal with it? Get new ones printed. Get new so, ones printed or, or at least be aware that, you know, oh, you know, this is my, my old business card don't use this number. <laughs> <Whatever>. yeah. <laughs> I 
would say get new ones. Yes, yes. Uh, so, so anybody who's who's a printer out there, make sure you're paying attention because there may need to be a some yeah. rush orders done. All right. So uh, the other thing we always talk about uh, to prepare for an event is to make sure you have your goals. Yes. Firmly set in mind. I mean, yes. if you if you don't have a goal, you don't know if you succeeded. <laughs> right <laughs> exactly yeah i'm a pretty lazy salesperson so my goal is that i want to meet uh two people that i can schedule an appointment with for some time in the future and you know i love it if i can have those appointments scheduled and we're now we're talking at the event but you know my goal ahead of time is having meeting two new people or meeting two people that i can schedule and that was sometime in the future but your goals might be entirely different I mean, and, it might fact, be. Yeah, they probably will be, depending on your level of networking skill. Um, you know, we, how lazy you are, or not lazy, or lazy, <laughs> or not lazy, or you know, or just your your comfort levels at this point. I mean, it's it's as as we said, you know, some of us have not been out in person for a year and a half, right? And so we, you know, where once we might have said, you know, what, I'm going to meet four new people and introduce them to at least one other person that might be beyond your skill level at this point. So maybe you need to roll it back a little bit so that you aren't overwhelming yourself. And that actually can also be something you need to know, you know, it's an, yeah, it's an hour and a half long networking event. How much time is there actually for networking? Right. Um, because a lot of, so, you know, some of these programs will have a speaker or something where your actual networking time might only be 20 minutes. Well, and that brings up a point, Greg, um, I just asked you if you wanted to come to the October Leadership Toledo annual networking breakfast where somewhere between, on a, on a light year, 400 people will show up. Oh, you didn't and tell me that. I'm not going. Forget it. No way. <laughs> okay. Well, forget it then. <laughs> but um, it, the official start time of the event is 7.30 a.m. downtown Toledo at the Renaissance Hotel down there. And... Um, I always arrive shortly after seven because parking is a big pain in the you know what that morning. And so I want to get there and, you know, get parked and be able to walk over to the event center without having to pay my a $30 valet, you know, if I can't find a parking spot. Right, right. So yeah, that, that would be, uh, be aware of your, your not only the, the time constraints within the meeting, but also time constraints beforehand. Be, be right. Able- Aim, aim to be there. And I've always said, be early. Right. There, there's nothing wrong with being 15 minutes early. Even if they haven't opened the doors yet, most of us have our cell phones. We can make use of the time. Um, you can play solitaire. You can play solitaire. <laughs> you, can, you can answer your emails. You can do whatever you want. But be, it's better to be there 15 minutes early than to show up right on time and be rushing around and feel off you know off balance because right you know that's when everybody is getting there and the parking is horrible and where you where you thought you were going to be on time you actually end up having to find parking which takes you an extra half an hour or whatever <laughs> right and now you're all sweaty and now you're everything. all sweaty because you've been running around and you might have had to walk even further from the door so yeah just aim to be there early it, it will it will take such a load off of you and as i think a very wise woman said to me at one time, uh, that would be my mom, it, it takes no more time to be early than to be late. So <laughs> I said that. Something I don't remember ever saying that. Yeah, it's, sounds it's, good. Or, or maybe it was just as easy to be uh, you know, early than, than, than on time or something to that effect. But I, I've, I've tried to take it to heart. So 
Yeah, well, my, my husband, Steve, as you know, always says um, that if you're not 10 minutes early, you're late. Yeah. Yeah. So, so just automatically, any when they, when they tell you the official start time for the event, roll it back by half an hour. Yeah. You know, if it's 1130, it's 11 o'clock. And in that way, if you're 15 minutes late, you're still 15 minutes early. So. <laughs> this is some of that we've kind of covered a lot of the before. Now, the during, I mean, for the most part, it's just it's a matter of, you know, you're at the event and and behave as you would during the event. Um, but one of the things that I thought about is it depends on the structure of the event, too. Right. So if you have an hour long, pure mixer networking event where you're literally just, you know, walking back and forth with, with refreshments and talking with people, uh, then, you know, just do your networking thing. But there might be other things going on that you need to sort of prepare for. Um, and we mentioned, you know, one of the things you talked about uh, was what, two weeks ago was, you know, you were sitting down at a table chatting with people Um part of your networking might be who do I want to chat with? Right. Who do I want to sit next to at a table? Yes. Or even which table do I want to sit at? You know, do you pick your seat early so that you don't have your back to the speaker? Um, I've always hated, you know, having my back to the speaker and having to kind of either twist my body around or it's just uh, less, less comfortable that way. So why not pick out a good seat right then and there? Uh, is yeah, I, I agree totally. And, um, you know, there's a lot of things at events, like um, you might have an opportunity to buy raffle tickets that if you get there and don't, or you're not aware of it, you might not buy them. And, you know, raffle tickets are like, usually they sell them like, you know, six for $10 or one for a dollar or whatever. And so you want to, you want to plan ahead. So you have some cash with you mm-hmm. um, and participate because if you don't participate, you don't, you don't get to win number one yeah. but also it's it's your way of of helping the organization in just a small way um another thing is if if um like if you get there and you can ask if they need help with anything typically if they're well organized they don't but if someone needs help then you're there and again you get brownie points yeah you, you stand out points. even if you don't have to help you end up standing out because you offered Right. And the other the other thing I always tell people, you know, is is the whole food issue. I mean, if you if it's a mixer where there's food, you know, a, a lot of times I'll say, don't don't be going for the food. Network first. Right. Go to the right. buffet table second. Um, after you've accomplished your goal, because otherwise the food can get in the way. Uh, and and yeah. if it's if it's a if it's a a situation where it's a lunch. You know, don't go and grab your food right away and then plunk down at the table and wait for wait for networking to happen to you. No, go and network first, then get your food. And, you know, just just before you absolutely have to. (laughs) Yeah. Although um, I will tell you that, um, like at the mommy chamber and believe it or not, we did have a buffet this last time. Um, You will you will be a friend of the organizer if when he or she says, okay, everyone, it's time to eat and or either to sit down at your table or to go get in the buffet, buffet line. You know how people wait? Oh, yeah. They don't yeah. want to be the first one in line. So if you're, you know, be brave and go go get the line started. And yeah. 
if, if they don't have some other piece, you know, sometimes they dismiss the table, but table by table right. or whatever. But yeah, yeah, if it's, if it's just, you know, the table, you know, the buffet is not open. Yeah. Go ahead and be that person to go up and, and help them out. So because you can still network while you're standing in line. That's true. So talk to people. All right. So let's talk about afterward. What, what sort of the, you know, what sort of behaviors, what sort of process should we have after the event? Well, the first thing is, um, if you had these goals to meet either some people and and either introduce them to somebody or whatever that is, and so what are you going to do to make that happen? So what is your follow-up process? Mm-hmm. So do you actually, uh, do you slot some time after the event? Uh, do I put it on my calendar, Greg? You're going to catch me and where I'm going to have to actually say, no, I don't. But <laughs> <laughs> here's what I do. I, um, I, I make notes on paper, that old fashioned method. Uh-huh. And then that piece of paper gets set on my desk in a certain spot. And, um, so it is my reminder of that. I have to do these things. Okay. So I you, use that. You, you do have a process. You just don't I have walk a process. It's very antiquated. <laughs> But does it work? Obviously. It I mean, you know, yeah. how many people are in your, your Rolodex? I know. <laughs> well, and I do that for every, like if I meet with someone. So if I meet with someone, it's the same as process that I use for when I'm at a chamber lunch or some other networking. I make the notes and then for no matter what it is, it goes on my desk and then the, it stays there until I can throw it away because I've reacted to it, hopefully within a day or two. I don't like to have my desk get cluttered. Uh, well, and, and now, especially since you've, do, you've got your new desk, which is much smaller, right. you don't, right. I don't have room for it to be cluttered. <laughs> okay. So at least have a process where, how, whereby you are going to follow up with the people that you talked with that, you know, follow up on the promises you made, what, whatever it is, but make sure you have a process to do it. If it just goes in, you know, in one ear and out the other, or in a notebook that then gets put aside until the next time you go to a networking event. Right. Uh, you know, you're, you're definitely missing out on opportunity there. And then I think there's one more thing that everyone should do. And that is to say, was to kind of rate yourself. How well did I do as far as um, networking or achieving my goal of this event was, you know, was it successful? Do I want to have more of this type? Do I want to go again next month? Or is this, or do I need to change my behavior so that I can be more successful next month? Or mm-hmm. Is it not me? Is it the type of event that's not going to really work for me? And then you can say maybe there's something else that would be better. Okay, so sort of sort of a post mortem on the event uh, to, yeah. to decide whether or not. Um, and you know we have to be careful because sometimes people will say, "Well, I didn't get any business out of it." Yeah, it's not. Did you get any business? It's, did I achieve my goal? Yeah, and hopefully your goal is not. And those those goals should be the, the goal should be internal, not external. <laughs> so, right. Okay. Uh, anything else we should talk about with respect to this process? I think that that's good. If you know. All right. Uh, I, 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 see, I got to be careful because every once in a while I start saying, "Okay, well, thank you all," and then all of a sudden you raise your hand. <laughs> Sorry about that, Greg. You got to mess with me. Here, with me. So. All right. Well, thank you all do, for t- tuning into our program today. Uh, if you enjoyed it, please do comment on our Facebook pages. The information will be in the show notes. Share with a friend because we know we all have friends who are now slowly returning to the in-person networking process. uh, And I'm sure that this will be of some value to them. 
Uh, if you'd like to hear more, of course, we are coming back every single week. So do subscribe because we would hate to miss you. And until next time, go out and make some great connections. Talk to you later, Mom. See you, Greg. Bye. You've been listening to the Third Generation Networking Podcast with your hosts, Greg and Debbie Peters. If you'd like to learn more about our new virtual training programs, go to connectnation.com.